0: Well, hello! It's the Tit for Tat Show. Yay. Yay! I'm your giant drag queen hostess, Veranda. Lanai, yay! Yay. Late again. Oh well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You thought that was just going to slip by. I know, Uh, I know, I know. I was literally just like flying in the door here. (laughs) Yes, on your broomstick. (laughs) And that sarcastic piece of crap is Mister Thomas. (laughs) That's the best introduction I've ever had. (laughs) 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 On time, Thomas. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and the man who sleeps here,
1: <laughs> producer Daddy. <laughs>
2: uh, hey, hey.
0: Was there a second part to
2: that, or it just know. died right on the vibe? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, oh god. Oh my god! I'm glad we're in a good mood because we got a funny guest. Oh my god!
2: I'm super excited. Mm. Yeah, he actually does bring the funny. You know, yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah, last comic standing
0: Can't wait Okay, (laughs)
2: True TV's world dumbest His comments are hilarious Yeah, yeah Yeah, so look forward to that Stick around, Teddy
0: Tats Stick around Stick around Speaking of Teddy Tats Yes I think they wrote us
2: well, they sure
0: did again.
2: Yep. It never ends. <laughs> My mail sack is swollen oh, with Lord. emails. Oh, boy. Right. There's an ointment for that.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're good ones too this oh, week. Oh, all right then. Yeah. Well,
0: let's get started. Let's. All right. Hello. Hello. Hey. I had to comment on Mama Spills All episode. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> That little minx, Chelsea, spilled the tea, and I am in. You suddenly sound like Uncle Arthur. (laughs) Well, you know. Sammy. I know. It was so fun to hear a wife say all the things we constantly think but never dare say. Why not? What a great episode. I no. miss my best gay friends. This is from Sarah in Honolulu. Yeah, that's a, that was a fun episode yes, for everybody was, except maybe Daddy. Oh, it was
3: fun. It was. Okay, good. It was fun.
0: I got to tell you, my colleague at work, Daddy, mm. oh, no. is now obsessed to know how big you are. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> a male colleague? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs>
2: oh, Lord. All right, Sarah. Keep listening. Yeah, that'll come... With a gift exchange of some sort (laughs) Oh, God, seriously (laughs) (laughs) Pull it back, girl Uh, Hey,
0: I might be late, but I'm certainly on (laughs) Yes
2: (laughs) Yes. All right, hello, (laughs) Tip for Tat Show
0: Hello
2: I work on a road construction crew One of our female crew used her turn to pick music By playing your show We all shook our heads and got back to work About 20 minutes later, I heard a crash Look up and see a worker bent over I run over to find he was bent over laughing with tears streaming down his face. He looks up at me and says, "Those fucking guys!" And howls again with laughter. Our workman's comp attorney will be in touch. <laughs> 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 and that is from Carl in Chicago.
3: <laughs> Carl will put them in touch with legal, don't worry? Yeah about Yeah,', yeah. Yes. Oh contact legal. God.
0: That's- and clear those orange. Right. Things Harold's out of my right? way,
2: yeah,
1: yes.
0: yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> wow, wow. From now on, we're those fucking guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They thought they didn't want to listen. Wow. Well, right. We showed them. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: now traffic's backed up for miles. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting on the side of the
1: road laughing. Right. <laughs> oh.
3: oh shit. Hello, Tip for Tat Show.
0: Hello. Hello.
3: I am a proud fraternity member at FSU. Oh. I had to let you know we do play drinking games to the show. Yay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Is this from Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> Our pledges named Dragorot, Miranda, Wow, <laughs> Daddy, and Louise <laughs> happily fill our glasses and remind us, if you need anything else, you've always got us.
2: You know, Aww.
0: and guess what? That was a whole line of shots right there. That, <laughs> was.
3: that was, yeah, well played. Well played. I love that. From one fraternity member to another. Uh, first of all, those pledge names are outstanding. Yes. Um, uh-huh. I didn't know you were in a fraternity, Chris. I was, yeah, at Kent State for three years. Uh, wow. It's Omega. And you both would never guess what my pledge name was. Oh no! What? My Little Pony. <laughs> no. Yep. Ah. Is this uh, another dick reference? You were a. You, oh God. <laughs> I don't think so. I think okay. they just thought they were being funny. Were
0: okay. you a Brony?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I had to carry around a, a My Little Pony doll wherever <laughs> I went the entire time I was pledging. Oh my God. I had God. the hair clips and the brush and everything. They made you become a Brony.
2: They did. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Wait, we're gonna get emails now. (laughs) There's a whole pony fetish
0: somewhere, and it's My Little Pony. No,
3: yes, yes. Very, very, very clever way to get your pledges to drink by sending in this email. Right, (laughs) right, right. That all went right over my head. Here, we needed
2: a fraternity (laughs) member. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I've always wondered about. Have you ever used that line like? Don't call it a frat?
3: Yes. Okay. You don't call your country a cunt, so you yes. wouldn't call your fraternity a frat. Oh, yeah. And my fraternity was, we lived on that. We didn't like being called a frat, but we also didn't really act as stereotypical as uh. what most people think a Greek society is like. Yeah.
2: Oh. Okay, frat boy. Veranda up now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello, show. Hello, you. Oh, wait. Did we say who that was from? Yeah,
2: who yeah. is that from? Bobby. Oh,
0: Bobby. Oh, Bobby.
2: Peace.
3: Okay. Bobby. Oh, all right. Peace. Peace.
0: Frat. <laughs> letters. We're getting letters. Ah! All right. I am a straight woman and card-carrying titty-tat. Yay. Where'd she get the card from? <laughs> they, they, they made their own. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have an on-again, off-again relationship with my mother-in-law, and I thought it might flip her wig when I told her to listen to the show. Oh, God. (laughs) Alas, she loved it. (laughs) Of course
3: she did. That's not for my wife, is it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Her only comment back to me was, I wish my son was gay Oh no <laughs>
2: Oh mother-in-law got so,
3: so it is from my way <laughs>
0: <laughs> That was from Jennifer in Chicago oh, oh Jennifer Our Chicagoans here are having a Having a time yeah, right Yeah yeah Okay oh. Hey Queens and
2: Daddy Hey Hello. I recently came out to my family and it was tough A couple of months later my mom called she told me she had done some research and she was starting to understand a bit more. Hmm. My dad jumped on the call and he too was gaining some understanding. They concluded our conversation saying that we're always here, they were always here for me. Finally, they said stay safe and they hoped I never came down with a bad case of drag rot. <laughs> Love you guys And that's Frankie from New York
0: Oh, Frankie Yay. I'm so glad that your parents Are, are coming around And they're educating themselves yes. That is wonderful to hear
2: And obviously listening to the show Right, nice. right
0: <laughs> Fantastic,
2: Frankie I, I, And Frankie, I agree with your parents Because I look at a bad case of Drag Rod every
3: week Oh, uh-huh. shut it down Down
0: <laughs>
3: <clears throat> Hi, guys Hi
0: uh huh.
3: <laughs> Recently, I walked in on my 16-year-old listening to your show. When I asked him about it, he called me a nosy dragalope,
1: <laughs>
3: and to leave him alone. I, I immediately decided to find out what the fuss was about. The next morning at breakfast, I told him, "Hurry up, or you'll be late, Miranda." I actually got a smile. The tit-for-tat show bringing families together since 2014. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys, from Brent in Washington.
0: Oh, that is so cool. That is so cool. How fun. We are now household names.
3: We are. Well,
2: Dragalope, anyway. (laughs) And Miranda.
0: Damn it, she's done it again.
2: (laughs) You nosy Dragalope. God, I got hit in the face for saying that. (laughs) Oh, oh God.
1: my goodness,
0: wow Oh Are you right? No <laughs> Did you swallow your tongue? I did Yay
1: <laughs> Fuck off <laughs>
0: Dear Tit for Tat show Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you say to that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I recently walked into my office after working remotely for months. Yep. My employees were blaring your show over the loudspeaker. <laughs> Good
2: place to work,
0: yes. right? As I greeted my staff, my secretary yelled, Turn off the podcast, Louise! (laughs) I just looked at her confused as laughter erupted. I decided to continue working remotely indefinitely. (laughs) That was from Kevin in L.A. (laughs) Oh, oh God. my God! No, Kevin. Now you have to listen to the podcast. Right?
2: <laughs> God, we have some
0: emails tonight. Oh, that's hilarious! That's yes. great. We are we are intruding into every aspect of we
2: people's really- lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, show. Hey, hey. Thanks for all the laughter. I work in assisted living, and it's been rough. The residents love the show. Well, most of the residents. <laughs> We have had to have a meeting to discuss bullying. You see, we all love the show except for one of us. Mm. That person would be Louise. <laughs> 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 She's constantly met with yells of "Turn off the podcast." <laughs> she gets so <laughs> she gets so startled she almost T- has taken multiple falls oh, oh. In the future So you know We don't have a resident named Shirley <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh Love you my- Mike from San Jose Oh my
0: god Jeez. Oh, I never, Every aspect
2: of I, living I actually have never thought about that before But that's kind of funny <laughs> I don't think turn off the podcast oh, surely works as yeah, well. Right. Oh. Sorry, <laughs>
0: Louise. From, from from one senior living home to another. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, wow! That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> How do you follow that, Chris?
3: <laughs> oh, my face hurts I know, I know Hello, show Hi Hello <laughs> I recently saw someone from my rather conservative church Uh-oh. Wearing a tit-for-tat show t-shirt <laughs> I don't even have a tit-for-tat show t-shirt
2: You don't?
3: I don't You'll have one next show All right I was baffled So I casually approached and inquired about it. He said his son gave it to him after a recent disagreement they had. He went on to tell me it was a Bible based program teaching about turning the other (laughs) cheek. What? Sun wins from Anonymous.
2: Yeah, Sun wins. All right. (laughs)
3: Absolutely.
0: Oh my God. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Wow. (sighs) Every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. We are everywhere. Who knew? Oh. And let me tell you that that fraternity has drunk right now.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Right.
3: Right. (laughs) Just on the emails alone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need we need we need them to write back in and let us know exactly what are the triggers yeah
2: right right we will right, do right. a whole
3: episode oh <laughs> yeah because we can't the... get in trouble for hazing right because we're just right. on the show yeah, right yeah, we no. don't count
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> no early on we chris we very very early on in the show we used to have a drinking game because everybody made fun of me of saying wow all the time oh. mm-hmm. so oh, there it goes there's another one well and then what was the one that they drank for you
0: <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember either. Don't remember. yeah. No. Go
2: back in the archives, listeners. Yeah. You'll figure it oh
0: out. yeah. Add that to your list. Yeah. There right. You go. Add that to your right. list. Yep. Well, I'm glad that we're laughing our butts off because our special guest. Yeah. It's and we're only going to be laughing hard Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, we are super excited to have the mega talented Brad locally. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. We'll be back. All right.
3: hey all you titty tats listening around the world now you can take the tip for tat show with you wherever you go by listening on spotify iHeartRadio, apple music and all your other favorite podcast streaming services catch up on all the advice you missed from our just a tip segment
2: they're trying to get him a date and they want him to be
3: 11 by 6.
0: <laughs> they want him
3: to be satisfied correct they have a ruler at the door <laughs> celebrity interviews bowie or jagger jagger I I don't think I've ever jacked off to Bowie,
4: but I promise you I've jacked off to Jagger.
2: See, this isn't like the
3: interview (laughs) you normally have, is it? And the nonsense that goes on between Thomas, Veranda, and Chris. Fuck you both. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I've
3: got him calling me filthy. i got
2: you queens driving me crazy. Uh, Well, I'm one uh, one queen and one only fan.
3: (laughs) One only fan. (laughs) Remember, if you have no one else, you've always got us. So,
0: Branda. Yes, darling. How excited are you for our guest? Fabulous. I'm ready to tinkle. All
2: right. I have to be completely transparent. Okay. I actually have seen Brad Lokely, our guest. Yeah. Live in New York City. Whoa. And I will say he came for me a little bit because (laughs) I... I exposed myself as being versatile, and he's not one that accepts that very easily. (laughs) I I think he likes the top-bottom labels, and then anyone who's not a professed top or bottom (laughs) is lying. (laughs) That's what I remember being called out for. But without further ado, from last comic standing, from True TV's world dumbest... Writing for Joan Rivers, I mean, talk about legend, legend of legend Mm -hmm. Traveling everywhere, Mm -hmm. gay cruises, you name it He's done it, or he's done them, I I guess (laughs) (laughs) Without further ado, here he is,
0: Brad Lokely. Yay!
4: Hi, hi
2: everybody, hi
4: girls Fabulous,
0: uh, Brad, I gotta say, I'm so glad you called Thomas out, thank you Thank you. <laughs> he needs it every once in a while. Uh huh.
4: <laughs> I, I mean, in fairness, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know him to call him out. He was stupid enough to respond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yep. I I, think... And you get what you deserve. But I do hold strong to the fact that I believe, uh, I believe in bisexual and pansexuality. I believe in, in people's pronouns. I do believe most people are lying about being versatile. <laughs> I do firmly believe. It has to do with a complex series. I think bottoms are still too ashamed to be bottoms. Also, just in fairness, there's too many of us.
1: We have, we have
4: we've outnumbered our own species. Yeah. Uh, and I think tops get too much credit for being cool because they're tough. And so I think versatile people are just bottoms who haven't worked through their shit yet.
2: <laughs> I raised my hand like an idiot, and then I was pointed at and said, "Shut up, muscle queen, liar." <laughs> Uh-huh. Does that ring a bell, Brad? All that
4: sounds like things that will come out of my mouth. Exactly <laughs> right. Familiar.
2: Yep. Uh, oh, but it was a, it was amazing. It was an amazing show. That was one of the main reasons oh, I wanted to you. have you on. You're one of my favorites because, you know, we we do have a bunch of comedians that come on here. Um a lot of them aren't really that funny live, you know, unless you can kind of feed them some <laughs> stuff. Right. Um, but I knew I know for a fact, Brad was awesome at what he did, yeah. you know? So I thought, definitely, this is this is a no-lose situation for us.
0: Right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I have to ask you, because I have been watching this, Brad, do you really taste funny? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, you would have to ask uh, any of my many, many exes about that. Uh, most of them would probably have something uh, not, not so positive to say. Uh, I don't... I would say I do taste a little funny and not funny, but uh, well, here, I'll tell you this story. Uh, i ex a long, long time ago, a man I thought I was going to marry until I realized he was insane. Uh, he, he was a chef and uh, we, we loved to cook together and we were getting ready for a dinner party. He also loved to have sex everywhere. He was a bit of an infomania and he loved to have sex with me in the kitchen. And because I wouldn't let him keep lube in the kitchen because I'm a lady. uh, He would often use olive oil as a lubricant. Now, first of all, olive oil is an excellent thing to use as a lubricant. It is a little high in caloric value, but it does wonders for the whole. It really just softens everything up. But we were, he wanted to fuck me before the dinner party, and we literally just had a little bit of the good olive oil left, and I needed it for the dressing (laughs) and he said but I he's like but I want to right now and I said you can't use any of the olive oil we need for the dressing and he'd been softening some butter
2: to use in his
4: dessert and so he decided to use butter as a lubricant two things you should know about butter as a lubricant quickly you want unsalted (laughs) (laughs) you only make that mistake once Uh, but then as he proceeded to make vigorous love to me uh, over the kitchen counter with butter, he actually said, "The harder I suck you, the more it smells like biscuit. <laughs> no. I could say I probably do taste like biscuits if I got a good sweat <laughs> up. And also he started calling me biscuits, which his pet his family thought was a cute pet name. Oh so they God. started calling me biscuit and if, then it got really dark.
0: If they only on. knew <laughs> yeah, he,
4: he was terrified, I was gonna tell them he's like, You can never tell my mother why we call you biscuit. I'm like, Why would I tell your mother that yeah. story?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, one of the reason I ask is because one of my favorite uh things to watch is your little series Brad Lockley tastes funny and um I really really just so what is what is the most unique thing that you've tasted thus far on your episodes that uh was like what the I I mean
4: some of the early ones I had I mean and this is something people like you can get it in the grocery store I had never had a circus peanut. Oh. those weird bright orange <laughs> and so someone was like try circuit peanuts and then they were like no try circuit peanuts salad which is like a weird 70s jello salad yeah. oh. cool with my cool Whip and orange so i did circus peanuts one week and the salad the next week it's still to this day so weird and horrifying to me because <laughs> it's like perfumed bananas <laughs> yeah. to be that's peanuts, like peanuts and i'm confused by them. Yeah, it's just, oh, like, those things are always, um, what was one of the, let's see, um, uh, uh, creamed pickled herring. Oh. Just serving, also because it was sweet. What I didn't know was they actually, it's, it's like a sugared oh. creamy pickled herring, and that's just, that's like everything no one ever asked.
2: For all at once
0: oh uh, i i know uh, her i know her very well Cream <laughs> <hair. laughs>
2: you toured with her didn't i am you? yeah yeah,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> and actually i just got a huge box of stuff from a friend of mine who now lives in guam oh. so for uh it, it, we're now about to start working our way through some of the delicacies of guam which include a lot of things from um
1: Uh, Thailand and
2: Indonesia So there's going to
4: be some Fucked up things
2: Oh my god I don't know if I can't wait or I shouldn't Want to wait for that (laughs) I could
4: wait Uh, If if people didn't like them so much I could wait
2: (laughs) Well speaking of nicknames Biscuit You have another another nickname As well (laughs) blowjob I
1: do
4: Yes my family calls me BJ yep. uh, um, my entire life, uh, be, ma- mainly because I'm a junior. I'm Brad Jr. Yeah. So BJ made sense. Um. And obviously my sexuality is also slightly Pavlovian because if you call someone blowjob for 40 yeah. years, they might eventually perform one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so now my mother, I've talked about it on stage and my mother is like, that is not why we named you that. <laughs> I, like, okay. I, like, I don't So now she tries really hard not to use it anymore, but she still will occasionally, like in a store. Just yell out, BJ! And I mean, you
2: know. Yeah, yeah. She's
4: a she's an almost 65-year-old single lady oh. walking through the supermarket screaming blowjobs, so I think I might be able to have her committed soon.
0: <laughs> 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 that reminds me of a story. We were, we were down uh, somewhere in Texas, and uh, one of my lesbian friends was driving me around, and all of a sudden we went across the restaurant BJ's, and she screamed really loud, and it came out the window. I love BJ's! And everyone <laughs> turned...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Truck Drivers started honking. Right. Oh, and no. over. oh. But but speaking of your parents, we get a ton of email about people coming out and the journeys that were not so nice that were nice. You had a really unique journey in your coming out. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
4: My family's always been a little unusual. I was, of course, like scared to tell my father I was gay. My dad's a redneck through and through, you know, trucker, biker, plays drums and rock bands. And he was excited that I was gay, to him, it's kind of like a a novelty superpower. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Because to him, what he thinks is amazing is that you know his whole life experience and most straight men's experiences, them wanting sex all the time and women kind of deciding when they can have sex yeah. all the time. So his mind just immediately went to his opinion is that two gay men having sex is like driving a car that has two gas pedals and no brakes.
1: <laughs> <It's just laughs>
4: stick it in all the time. He's, other than the fact that it's actually another dude, he would be totally into it.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. If there are
4: <laughs> He likes every aspect of the gayness. He likes that we party every night. He likes that we have bars. Uh. He likes that, like, what... When, when gays were going to be able to, when we were fighting for marriage equality, he was like, what are you guys doing? You're ruining it. You're ruining <laughs> the one <laughs> thing you have. Better than everyone else. And then I said, no, dad, don't worry. When we get legally married, we just need the legal rights. We need the yeah. equality. We all still fuck each other after the <laughs> wedding. He was like, Jesus Christ, you did it again. You figured it out. <laughs> So he's a huge advocate for homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jealousy, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Seriously. Seriously. And I do have to ask you. I know the bit that you do with the birthday card that you got. Please tell me. Oh that...
4: yeah, that's. A, it's, oh sure, it's a re, it's an absolutely real birthday card. That is. It's, I, it's literally. It's frayed and falling apart, so I don't even travel with it anymore. Uh, I only do, like, every year around my birthday, I'll tell the story, and now I have a fake one I bring with me (laughs) because I don't want to have the original one be destroyed. But for my 30th birthday, which was just a few weeks ago... Yep, me uh, too. My my parents sent me a birthday card, and it's a pink My Little Pony, your three birthday card (laughs) that my mother drew a giant black zero... Just like a big, angry, aged zero next to the three, and then when you open it up, you know my mother always writes you know first, and your father writes you know last yes. on the other side of the yes. card. So mom's mom's mom says, dear BJ. Uh, Remember when you were three and you cried and screamed on the floor of Toys R Us until we bought you a My Little Pony doll? And then your father cried and screamed the entire drive home because he bought his only son a My Little Pony doll. Happy birthday anyway. Love, mom. And and then on the other side, my father wrote, hey, lady. (laughs) you, You made it to 30 without hepatitis. (laughs) <laughs> I guess your mother owes me $50. <laughs> and they thought they were the funniest assholes who ever walked the planet until I drug that birthday card around the country performing <laughs> it in front of everyone.
2: Oh, my God. I prayed that that was actually true. I really, really did. It's 100% true. It is I can just...
4: show you It's both of their handwriting. It's 100% Oh, that's true.
0: priceless. It is.
2: It is. It's comedy gold. Yeah!
0: Wow! Yeah. And
2: I think partly because we've all gotten those types of e- of birthday cards with "Happy Birthday" underlined three times. Yeah! 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 But right. no, but nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. No,
4: oh, it was. I say to them, it was it was the be- it was the best present they ever gave me except money. Right, I money. <laughs> never stop sending money.
2: Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. oh my god. Wow. So I do have a, a a question for you. I ask it of every comedian that comes on here, and I've been dying to hear your answer most of all. Is there a line not to cross with jokes? Um
4: yeah, I mean that's always
1: the kind of that's the ten million
4: dollar question. Yeah, right. Here's what I'd say. I don't believe I don't think comedians who say there is or isn't are right or wrong. I, I think it's a subjective question. I'm a comedian who doesn't believe there is a line that can't be crossed with jokes. But I would preface that by saying that doesn't mean everything that comes out of your mouth yeah. as a comedian worked and was appropriate. And I don't mean appropriate as far as the subject matter or vulgarity or cursing. Right, or right. I mean, our job is to be funny. Yeah. So if and the truth of the matter is audiences don't like it when you're not funny. They have a right to be. <laughs> upset when you know, they pay them laugh. for. Right. And and in honesty, you know, when you can make someone you've never met laugh out loud in a dark room, yeah. you know, just from the words coming out of your mouth, it, you know, people are overjoyed. It's such an involuntary reaction laughter. When I mean, you try to make them laugh and then you don't, it really almost pisses people off. It's right. not even like they're like, oh, you didn't make me laugh. People are like, fuck you. Right. Stop trying to <laughs> tell me jokes. And that's if you're telling jokes about food shopping.
2: Or right. Bacon right.
4: Or shit like that. So what I always say to comics is, whatever your subject matter is, the stakes are higher or lower. The stakes are still to make someone laugh. But if Jim Gaffigan tells 10 jokes about bacon, yeah. And only one of them makes me laugh. I'm gonna be like, God, he should really stop doing the bacon material. <laughs> but I haven't been cut to my core. Right. He hasn't attacked me or traumatized me. If he does ten jokes about raping a little girl, yeah, I don't know what those jokes would have to be to make me or anyone laugh. But if they do, they're really successful jokes, yeah. and he should have been allowed to say them. If they're not, people have a right to be like, "Wow, you could have talked about mm-hmm. anything." On right?
2: Earth. To me, right.
4: You, to me, you also have to look at it and be like, "We have, we have, we get to choose what we talk about."
1: Yeah. yeah so yeah, if
4: yeah, all yeah. you're going to talk about, if you're a straight male comic, and all you're going to talk about is how women are fat and ugly, and how there's lots of women you don't like,
1: yeah.
4: My issue isn't necessarily about whether those jokes are funny or not. First of all, they usually won't be right. because you're not writing those jokes about being funny. You're writing those jokes because you're a misogynist or you hate your ex-wife. There's, <laughs> there's something else <laughs> going on there.
2: Right. You didn't
4: just arbitrarily end up on 30 min- min- minutes of material that is like punching down at someone right, by right, accident. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I, I've been told a million times to never do a joke that in any way is, quote unquote, about age. Yeah. I have absolutely done jokes that are that involve AIDS. They're yeah. not about AIDS. The punchline is not making fun of AIDS. Yeah. The AIDS is the subject yes. or the the setting of the joke. It's not, it's not the punch. It's not yeah. the target. Yeah. And so I think Ricky Gervais puts it perfectly when he says you have to look at what the subject you have to know the difference between the subject of a joke and the target of a joke. Uh. If the target of the joke is to attack someone's humanity or someone's pain, then it's probably going to be a lot more problematic.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
4: subject-wise, you can t- I think you can talk about it. That's the point of comedy. Yes. Is to take, you know, the strength out of pain.
2: Yeah. No, it's fascinating. And then, you know, we actually were talking, and I told you, we had Dash on previously, and we were talking, sure. and they actually said, you know, not so sure Joan Rivers could exist in this time frame in the world right now?
4: Uh, you know, I mean, first of all, Joan didn't die that long ago. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. Joan didn't die that long ago. And Joan was regularly criticized and Joan lost gigs. Regularly uh, for her entire career. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for saying things on on TV that weren't allowed. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, she did a she did a joke in the nineteen sixties about her water breaking, about <laughs> going into labor, and it was actually illegal. It was wow. illegal. It was against it was against censorship rules for a woman to actually even say she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So she was nine months pregnant and five foot nothing, and going on Johnny Carson and Dick Cavett and all these shows. And they weren't allowed to say, you're going to have the baby soon. They would have to say things like, you're expecting the pitter-patter of little feet soon. Wow. Meanwhile, she's so pregnant, she looks like someone's standing under her dress. So, I mean, <laughs> the, like, A number one, you know, people are always getting, you know, fired or in trouble or censored or bleeped yeah. out since the beginning of time. This is not some new cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Um, you know, Joan got fired from a million different things. That's the nature of comedy. Yeah. I mean, and I, and, and I think if people, if, if that's not people, what people don't want to deal with that, then there are other artistic forms you can take or you can also just not be in the art. Right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I get a little short tempered with other artists who are like, well, but this isn't perfectly fair about our job. Correct. Yes. There are many things about our job that are not fair. Yes. And whether they're and whether they're maliciously unfair or it's just this a subjective topic. So, you know, fair is in the eye of the beholder. That's true of anyone's job. I like. Right. I respect the fact that coal miners risk their life to go down in the middle of the earth and pull off. Coal And I want them to have better working environments But if they're like We shouldn't have to worry about getting coal miners long Just by being coal miners I'd be like Well, I'm sorry I don't know if we can find a way around <laughs> like, Then don't be a fucking coal miner Like take another high risk Appalachian job that pays you
2: <laughs> See, and who knew you were going to Go to coal miners right, tonight yeah. Right
4: Well, because I just think that, like, come on. Like, first of all, there's so many other jobs that are – like, people are like, it's so hard to be a comic. No, (laughs) No, it's not. It's hard to be a comic if you're not good at being a comic.
2: Right. I
4: mean, like, it's also hard to be in an industry that's about, like, the public's approval if you're not good at that or or you can't emotionally handle that. Yeah, yeah. Like – And that's true of anything. I mean, it takes a very special kind of lunatic to run for public office.
2: Right, it
1: does. Even
4: though I I value the good politicians we do have. It takes a person who is just, who's willingly saying, I want me, my family, my kids, my parents, and my neighbors to get kicked in the cunt every single day for the rest (laughs) of my life for anything I do whatsoever. Right. And even if I retire for twenty years, someone's still going to be like that piece of shit <laughs> <is> governor <laughs> right. in nineteen ninety four, and I didn't agree with something they did, so like spit on their lawn every time I walk by. Like, right? There are jobs that have really weird parts of them, like being a public figure. So sure, like, like I don't think there's cancel culture. I really don't. I think there's consequences now. Yeah, sure. I yeah, think. Sure I mean. At the end, if there is cancel culture, there always has been cancel culture. Yeah. Like networks in the 50s would go to Sid Caesar and say, we got a thousand letters or phone calls from, you know, housewives. First of all, there was no way to prove that. So a lot of the time they were absolutely lying. They just wanted to fuck with your show and they lied. Now at least they can, for better or worse, say we did trend on Twitter
1: for two days
4: calling for your termination like no <laughs> one can now deny the receipts on that but the truth is they don't cancel every time somebody says boycott something right. they go we all know the difference it's always people who have a long history it's yeah. never just one thing you did
2: Yeah, like yeah.
4: Yeah. Sharon Osbourne didn't lose her job right. she accidentally said something one day Sharon Osbourne's been saying terrible things <laughs> and doing terrible things
1: <laughs> for 40 years right
4: Yep. She has no qualifications to even be "quote unquote" famous in the first place, other than she managed her, the dick she was fucking's yes. career, and now she's on a talk show. The truth is, she has a long list of being gross, and yeah. everyone decided they were over her grossness.
1: Yeah,
2: now.
4: yeah. So,
2: and she was coming on like, next week. So, thanks for ending <laughs> that booking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I would say, you know, if, if you've got haters, the haters are still p- listening to you. So, hey, you know. Sure. Yeah. Keep no on listening. Lost a, yeah,
4: No one ever lost a job because they, like, especially in the public eye. No yeah. celebrity, no artist ever lost their job because people don't like them. As long as shit's getting purchased. Yeah. As long as, you know what I mean? Like yeah. And the fact of the matter is, if you're going to have a public profession, be it a politician, be it a comedian, an actor, you know, whatever... People are going to not like you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, we could fill football stadiums full of people who hate Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Yeah. Who hated Princess Diana. Yes. Who hated Jackie O. You know, who ha- I mean, who hated Gandhi. Who hated Mother Teresa was actually known to be a real pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, like it, I. Yeah, go ahead. No,
2: it's true and you know what's ironic is we get hundreds of death threats every single yeah. week. And they reference yeah, they reference things from late in the show. So they listen to the whole goddamn show yeah, right. before Lord. they decided they hate us.
4: They can't <laughs> wait They're quietly masturbating (laughs) So hard With how mad they are at existing and talking They're like, listen to how gross Brad Lokely's voice is as they shoot All across their 8 year old (laughs) Dell PC laptop
2: Oh, I'm glad You said PC laptop, I was afraid Where that was going (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
4: it's just i mean (laughs) the other thing is like what i love too is i've gotten so many death threats or just like insults and trolls and stuff and yet many of them will literally admit that they think i'm funny (laughs) they're just now mad at something i said yes like so i'm like wow so even in your attack on me you're starting with you're, so I'm like I'm already like I don't know if this is anything else like yeah, yeah. you hate me and you still think I'm actually objectively funny so I really fucking want to right. Do it.
1: <laughs> right And
4: also like everyone's allowed to have a feeling your feelings don't have to impact me yeah like you know what I mean like yeah. you are totally allowed to hear feelings and the proof of the matter is so I was I was performing on one of the Atlantis cruises many years ago. And it was, our, it was my first time with them going on the Baltic cruise. So you go to Germany and you go to Russia and you go to all these places I hadn't been before. Yeah. And uh, and <laughs> one of the other comics with me was Jewish. I'm not Jewish, but a lot of people think I am because I have a New York accent yeah. and I'm gay. And so, Dude. you know, we were, she and I were making a lot of jokes to each other about going to Germany, you know, and everyone's like, you can't do those on stage. Those are just comedians' jokes. And I go, great. And so we get to the Germany port and all of the excursions being offered by the ship are basically holocaust
1: today. Oh, wow.
4: Like, the only, it's like, and so I didn't plan, I, I didn't book an excursion ahead of time, and I went down to the, the shore excursions desk, and I said, what can I do tomorrow? Like, what's still available? And she said, you can take a four-hour historic train ride through Germany, and I went on stage and said that, and then I said, well, you can go fuck yourself, because I paid attention in eighth grade. <laughs> So fool me once, shame on me. I mean, and this is a ship that has a lot of gay Jewish people on it who are going on this. Everybody laughs. Oh, the producer God. comes backstage. He's like, "I can't believe you did that. People are going to be so mad." I'm like, "They're not going to be mad because it's not a Holocaust joke. Right. right? I didn't make fun of people going. I made fun of the idea of someone marketing a train ride in Germany <laughs> to
2: <laughs> right. people who are there
4: to see the Holocaust." Right. I we do the whole show. I happen to also do a bit about towel animals that they have on the cruise ships because <laughs> the ship offered a tutorial on oh how to no. make the towel animals. And the tutorial was at eight forty five in the morning, the day the morning after our biggest party of the <laughs> week. So I brought that up in the show later on. And I said, listen, I would never tell any of you how to have your vacation. I said, you know what I love about Atlantis is it's every kind of gay vacation for anyone. You can circuit party dance. You can go to the piano bar. You can see an asshole like me tell jokes. You can see Patty LaBeouf, like whatever you want. You can go to orgies." I said, but I'm just telling you, if you skip the party last night and set an alarm <laughs> to learn how to make a flounder <laughs> with googly eyes on it at 8.45 a.m., you might be doing homosexuality wrong. <laughs> when, I tell you, when I tell you that after the show, I wait around, I'm signing copies of my book, people bought, I'm taking photos, probably 20, 30 people. The very last person waiting their comment waited to be the last person in line. They said, hey, babe, what can I do for you? And he said, "I love you. I come to see you all the time, but I have to take uh, umbrage with something you said." Oh no! And I went, "Oh, here we go." And honestly, my first thought was, "It's got to be the train ride joke. It's got to be." Right. And it's a new joke, and it's got to be. And I was totally like, "Great, let's talk about it. I'll explain my point of view on it, and we can agree (laughs) or disagree." And he goes, I got up to do the towel (laughs) (laughs) seminar. (laughs) And at first, I think he's fucking with me. So I start to giggle and like pat him on the shoulder. Like, that's actually a good one. Yeah. Like, you got one over. And he just continues to look at me like, I don't know why you're being chummy. I'm filing a complaint. Oh,
1: (laughs) no. And he went
4: on. And I just, I said, honey, I said, I actually normally am very open to discussing intellectually after a show if someone's behaved in their complaint. I said, I will not have this conversation with you. I made a Holocaust (laughs) reference and a joke tonight in front of a room full of people whose fucking grandparents have tattoos on them. I said, and you think I'm going to honor your offense (laughs) at a towel animal joke, I said, I love you dearly, go jump off the ship and die. (laughs) He still comes to every one of my shows Uh. and he realized, right, I don't really have a right to my opinion.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah 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 oh my god <laughs> oh
2: my god and i will say that i am and i have been and i will be continuing to steal your dna line because i think it's the funniest thing <laughs> i've ever heard
4: it's a great line yes it's a great it line
1: <laughs> yes
2: he said um after like everyone gets on the ship and they're happy and bright and clean you know by the time they leave they are covered in more dna than a crime scene <laughs> yeah i'm i'm owning that one i am i'm am, Yeah. Then you did the cruise right. By all (laughs) means. By all (laughs) means. Just remember
4: to remind people, just be like, oh, you like that? Remind them to go get my book or watch my special.
2: Exactly. That's right. all I <laughs> I'll give credit where it's due, don't worry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do love that line, and that's an oldie but a goodie. I came yeah. up with that one God when Christ was a boy. That's one of those jokes that that's one of those jokes that when you think of it, you're like, I'm not only good at this, but it's almost like I can't take full credit. The comedy gods <laughs> just were on my side that day. Right. And it popped into your
2: head, and you're
4: like, "Great, that's gonna work
2: forever." Yeah, that was fantastic. That really was, and, and it's true too. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, we we
4: goo up those cruise ships. Let me. Tell oh you. my.
1: It's been, <laughs> and a, it's been
4: a year since we've had like when since we've been able to do it. So when the ships come back, oh no. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know how all of my gay guys are even going to get through check-in. <laughs> like we're going to have to have signs up that literally say, "Please don't fuck each other in front of the reservation." <laughs> like, please just wait till you're on board the ship. Please oh stop God. blowing each other in the taxi. Stand.
0: It's it's almost like that cruise ship is like a big giant glowworm on, on the on the high sea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't don't turn oh, the black oh. lights on for the party because the whole damn ship's going to light up. <laughs>
4: Oh, you have no idea. We have had the captain on a cruise ship tell us because at night what Atlantis does is it turns the pool deck, uh, at the open air pool deck, into a giant open air uh, nightclub. Mm-hmm. So they put up hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> of video walls and lasers and lights and, you know, smoke machines and special effects. And I mean, it really is amazing because they just basically build it. The morning we arrive, we party with it for seven or ten days, and then they break it all down, and we go on to the next place. It's like the greatest traveling carnival ever. Yeah, we've had Captain Tella that at night, because our parties start at, like, 11 o'clock at night and go to old Sunrise, basically, or until we're in port, that at night at sea, he's gotten calls from other ships in the area <laughs> asking if we're in distress. Oh, no. Because, because guests on that ship can't sleep because they can literally hear the bass go, <laughs> and they see flashes of light. Oh, my And God. they think our ship is exploding or on fire. And, and then some old Greek captain has to be like, no, I just have to tell them that I have the homosexuals <laughs> this week, and they really like to party. So, oh, sorry, God. we're not thinking, we're just gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. True story. Happens at least once or twice a year. Wow. Once, oh, I mean, hilarious. truly. It's
2: Well, Brad, when you get back on those ships, I need you to give me your word that you're going to come back on the show and fill us in with exactly what happened. Yes.
4: Oh, absolutely awesome. oh, I'll come back and let you know I mean, if we don't end up on CNN And BBC right. from whatever the hell we do On the first time right. I will definitely come back and report back
2: That's awesome <laughs> Oh, God, I, I cannot tell you how thankful we are For you to call in and take the time Yeah um, And don't worry of course. I'm not going to come spit on your lawn Because of your versatile <laughs> comments <laughs> I've moved on. Don't worry.
4: I always tell people, don't come here. Don't like, don't spit on the lawn. Just right. come in and spit in my mouth. I'm fully oh. vaccinated now. Just, you know, make it count.
2: Okay, so so the next time somebody lunges at you to spit in your mouth, it's just me. So relax. We're good.
4: Oh, great. No, okay. I usually just consider that aloha. That's like a gay aloha. <laughs> <laughs> and if you
0: somehow end up with a circus peanut in your mouth, that's for me. Right. So- <laughs> 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 now that
4: pays. If you come and throw a circus peanut in my mouth, I'll be like, I
2: pissed that <laughs> bitch off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, thank you so much, and thank you for what you do for the community. Yeah. I mean, we need to laugh at ourselves a lot more than we are right now, and you're leading that charge. Oh,
4: thank you. Thank you both. It was a pleasure.
2: Yeah, for us, too. Woo-hoo, honestly. Yeah. Okay,
4: great. Have a gr- have a great night.
2: Yes, and we will talk soon. All right. Great. Ciao, okay. ciao, darling. Bye. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. How amazing was Brad? That
0: was hilarious.
2: Yeah. If you are unfamiliar with Brad for some reason, look him up. Yeah. Go on... Oh, my God. YouTube. <laughs> ah, what? Where? Still, Where? I'm huh? still thinking of Louise. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Go on YouTube. Track him down. You will laugh your oh, ass yeah, off. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Follow him on social media. He does his bits yep. there, too. So it is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Thank
2: you so much, for Brad, for the laugh. Mm-hmm. We all needed mm-hmm. it. You yeah. taste funny. Yeah, biscuits. <laughs> 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 oh, but that brings to another conclusion. A hilarious conclusion. A hilarious <laughs> conclusion of another episode of Tifford Tatcho. So it's time to say goodnight, Miranda. Biscuits. Yes. It's time to Biscuits. say goodnight, Daddy. My little pony.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and this is Thomas. Always remember if you've got nobody
1: else,
0: you've,
2: you've
1: always,
0: always got, got us. us. Louise.
1: Louise. <laughs> <laughs> tit for tat, oh tit for tat for every tit there's a tat Tit tad, tad. Tid, tit tat tat tit tit tat Tit for tat Thomas and Miranda a dude and a queen talking about the gossip out on the scene and you can count on them to give you the dish and if we don't lie, Tin four tat.